Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Spartans. It is Tuesday. The date is August 4th, 2020. I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by my not honoring that scholarship. If you think you have any voice co-host, Matt Sheehan. <laughs> oh, what have I ever had a voice? Come on. <laughs> Uh, you have a lot I, of I am Rolovich's last problem in the entire <laughs> world. <laughs> Come on. Uh, how you doing, Matt? You had a, an all-day golf extravaganza? Yeah, no, I'm toasted right now. You, were you at the thing where Mel Tucker was at? I doubt it. If he was there, I was not with, like, it was with like him. It was a charity I never golf outing? It, it was a charity golf outing. If he was there, I somehow missed him. But no, it was a very nice charity golf outing. Invited to the last minute. So, yes, I have uh, been enjoying some seltzer all day. I have been walking on the golf course all day. I'm sore. I'm starting to creep into the twilight of buzz to hunt over right now. It's, it, I, I'm, I'm struggling. Struggling, Will. But I'm here to struggle with you and the fine listeners at home right now. God, you, my feet hurt so much. <laughs> I'm in so much pain. Were you, at the, you weren't at the KPS Golf Classic, were you? That was not the one. That okay. sounds delightful, though. I hope everyone had a great time there if you were there. Uh, hope you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, there's a picture of Mel Tucker chatting with Kirk Gibson. I saw neither of those fine gentlemen. No, no. no. That would have been, that I surely would not have gotten them on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have blown that opportunity as well. <laughs> Should I be in the presence of those fine people? But uh, not not the case tonight, no. Fantastic. But I'm here with you tonight, Will. You are here that's all with I need me. to be with. That's you all I need to be with. With me, and that helps us transition to what we're going to do in the next half an hour. Oh, wow. Matt, Whole half an hour. Uh, God, wow. I don't know if you know this, buddy. Yeah, what? Huh? These times. What? These times? These times are unprecedented. No, not these. These times? These times. And what oh, we've wow. got happening is oh, a lot of football players. Kind of not feeling awesome about the potential of playing football in a global pandemic. Hmm. Hmm. Well, surely, sure, surely they're getting appropriately paid for all this, right? Hmm. Depends who you ask. Oh. We'll get into that. We will. Um, I want to start with talking about how Michigan State has suggested to students that if they can afford to, if they are able to, stay home this fall and uh how that sort of runs contrary to everything we uh, are led to believe about what it means to be a student athlete at an ncaa university that is a one big onion with a lot of layers there to of peel layers. away we're gonna probably peel away all of them. five of them all of them, all of them. Every oh you were one ambitious boy will okay all right so we'll do <laughs> every that every single one <laughs> welcome uh, to the four and a half hour version of lock on smart <laughs> That'll bleed into undoubtedly what's going on in the Pac-12, and dear God, Nick Rolovich, do you want your job even? It's an aggressive recruiting play, but to (laughs) to each his own. That's okay. I'm not a recruiting extraordinaire. Rolovich could be. He could not be, but wow. Okay, you do you, man. After that, uh, I want to talk quickly about uh, the latest COVID testing at Michigan State, how their week one opponent just shut down workouts, and the fact that there's getting a, a schedule is going to be released. And I want to talk about that. And I also want to talk about, if we have the chance, an alternate sort of way of doing football in the fall, courtesy of uh, uh, John Kirby, one of the hosts of 
Oh, but sure. The only podcast. Yeah, of course. Uh, he has a great idea. I want to talk about it and see. Okay. I want to add on to it, too. Um, All right. So that's the plan for today's show. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, are you ready? Sure. Sweet. Yeah, we'll give it a go, right? Yes. All right. Headline from the Detroit News. Michigan State tells students stay home for fall if you can. An email from President Samuel Stanley sent out to students regarding the fall semester. Quote, if you can live safely and study successfully at home, we encourage you to consider that option for the fall semester, the vast majority of our first-year students will fall. Uh, in this fall, we'll have course schedules that are completely online. Living away from campus may be the best choice for you and your family, particularly if you have family members at a higher health risk. All right, Matt. Unless. Unless. Now, you didn't see the fine print? It was oh. uh, in fine print and, and actually white text in point two <laughs> font in the email, so you couldn't see it. Unless you wear... Number zero through ninety-nine in the green and white, and with and or shoulder pads and helmet on Saturdays in the fall. That's yes. the stipulations there. I did. Did you catch that part of the email or no? Was I that didn't. Just me that saw that. You did. I ah, didn't shit. see that. Okay. All right. When I I didn't read the actual email, but I've read mm. sections. Gotcha. Of oh, the, the Detroit email. News left it out. Oh, them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Detroit News. So. You silly geese. <laughs> you silly geese. Um, Matt. Ye- yes, Will. It has become... Let's just, it's, it's, uh, it's obvious what comes next, right? <laughs> yeah. It has become increasingly clear... Of course. ...that if college football is going to be played this fall, it yeah. will be mm-hmm. with administrators, university presidents, people from the NCAA... Mm-hmm. College commissioners mm-hmm. admitting through their actions because they would never in a million years say anything like this out loud. And frankly, their actions have been to the contrary of this in many ways. But they would be admitting that football players are different from other students. And <gasps> they're not just different. They are significantly more important to the university. No! If you're going to send an email that says, hey, if you can, please don't come to the campus this fall. Wait another semester for Harper's again. Please please don't come back until COVID's under control. And then you turn around and you look at the football team, and I know they've done a good job. They're very (laughs) careful. 14-day quarantine. They're, they're not messing around with their protocols. I appreciate They're that. trying their best. Yeah, right, yeah. But those G- football G- players... Genuinely that, trying their best, right. Yeah. Those football players, their asses are on campus. Yeah, get on the line. It's time to do some wind sprints here. Right, yeah. Hey, everyone. Hey, uh, the uh, 53,000 of you. Take it easy. <laughs> Stay. Mom and Dad's house is fine. Great Wi-Fi connection. Take those classes from home. You! You over, get on the line. You, you're starting linebacker next year. Get on the get on the line. Yeah, it's uh, precarious. Now, refresh my memory here. I think it was Jordan Reed who had the tweet last yes, week or two weeks it ago. Was okay, Reed. okay, thank you. And yeah, well, Reed basically said like, really, what are we even doing here? Kind of in a tweet, right? And then other players in private messages uh, reportedly. We're echoing similar sentiments. And this oh, was well, before course, the lockdown. This was before yeah, the quarantine. Right, because his tweet was what? 
it was along the lines of I, I don't have it up in front of me because of course not because that that would require me to yes, do the slightest it was, bit of uh, preparation. It was like essentially we are doing this because we get a lot of money for the university. Yep. yep. He said, "Why are we?" That was essentially te- it. positive tests everywhere. This is not going away. Why are we doing this? Oh yeah, revenue, something like that. And I think we, I, I think I had a small quip about it. That like, uh, yeah, that doesn't necessarily take like a Sherlock esque detective to figure that out for sure. But uh, to his point, like, yeah, these players probably do understand what's going on right now. And whether it was a long time ago or just now, they're starting to realize that that's what's happening and that's been happening. It's a crappy situation for sure. And no long can we just dance around it and act like it's a whole thing because just like the email said, just like everything else that's going on, yeah. That is why you are on campus for the money, the TV money, the revenue, the eyeballs in the program. Uh, yeah, not quite a case to crack there, but now it's really starting to be super hard to kind of skirt around if you're either president, administration, board member, athletic director, football coach. Yikes times for those people right there. Matt, I've got some breaking news. No. Don't. As we record here just after 10 o'clock, um, massive coronavirus outbreak envelops Rutgers football team. The number of COVID-19 cases connected with the Rutgers University football team has nearly doubled from 15 to 28 players, plus multiple staff members. Three people with knowledge of the situation told NJ Advanced Media on Monday night. So the 2021 season should be okay, I think. Like Peyton Thorne will grow into his own by then. Reed should be a solid target with two years of fresh legs. Only practice going. Yeah, that'll be okay. We're going to miss Jarvis next year. Antoine Simmons. That, uh... God! <laughs> Dang it! So that's, okay. what, that's what we're, we're dealing with here, right? Mm-hmm. It's a situation, and there's a Facebook post from an Indiana player's mom saying he is really sick with COVID, like uh, really sick, like she's yeah. scared uh, for his his future, which is horrifying. Fantastic for really. anyone, but you know, of athletes course. can't get it. I don't bleep even off. Know. I'm not going to do this. Right, we're, <laughs> we're, we're up against a break. I'm not going to rant for 45 minutes right now. No. <laughs> We're going to pause here for a sec, but we're going to come back and talk about why this matters and how it relates to what's happening in the Pac-12 and sort of what is at play here. We're going to do that in just a minute. But Matt, first... Yes, talk to me. What shirt are you... What are you wearing right now, buddy? Well, I have a MSU Hockey Script State Uh Home Field Apparel Cotton Blend. It's about 48% cotton, 52% polyester. Uh... Michigan State shirt on right now, and my goodness gracious, it doesn't just look good, Will. It feels even better. It is softer. It is softer than Iowa basketball's defense. (laughs) And my goodness gracious, boy, howdy, G. Willikers, is that soft. That is Love this shirt. Soft. Support Mm. the people that support this show. Home Field Apparel makes incredibly comfortable, officially licensed collegiate apparel. They've got vintage gear for your Michigan State Spartans that they just released on August 1st. Last Saturday, it was awesome. The people were going crazy. They dug through old yearbooks and programs and just found all these retro things that like I didn't even know existed. They are 
incredible. You can check out all their stuff, homefieldapparel.com. And you can right now get 20% off your first order No, with promo code ONSPARTANS. One Is that word, right? On Spartans? Spartans. Yes. On Spartans? Wow. Say that one more time, Will. On Spartans? On Spartans. Is one that one word. word or two words? Wow. One, one word. word. 20% off. On Spartans. And it's not just MSU. Like, here's what I suggest you do. You go to their website. You throw a bunch of MSU stuff in your cart. And if you have friends, family, maybe you're someone who goes to a different school but really likes MSU. There's, you know, mm-hmm. there's plenty of that uh, in the state. They've got Central Michigan stuff, Eastern, Western, Northern Michigan, Grand Valley, Ferris State, Wayne State, UDM, and Hope College. Fire up Dutch! Fire up Dutch. And it's not just the Michigan schools. They've got their Hawaii stuff is incredible that they released a couple weeks ago. Tulane was before that. It's like so many awesome college t-shirts. It's not just MSU stuff. And this promo code will work for it all. So go load up a cart. On Spartans, homefieldapparel.com, code on Spartans, get 20% off your first purchase. And they are requesting to share your experience with them. Let them know what you like, what you don't like, how the shirt feels, anything like that. They are really looking for feedback. This is a small, growing company. Uh, they're taking off, and we are so excited that they are on board with us. One more time, homefieldapparel.com, promo code on Spartans, 20% off your first purchase. Homefieldapparel.com code on Spartans. On Spartans! Okay, Matt. So, uh, something pretty seismic happening out on the old West Coast there with college football. Oh, it's about time the Pac 12 has something seismic happening <laughs> in football. But I'm sorry. Yeah, right, yeah, see yeah, you guys yeah, later. Yeah. All right. See you guys. All right. God bless. Have a good week. Tip your waitress. So, a massive cadre of Pac 12 football players. The world's biggest group text ever assembled. We're a 500-person group text, apparently. That's so overwhelming. I, I get stressed out when there's five people in a group text. Uh, they basically said, and, and this stuff is happening all over the country, the Pac-12 has taken the biggest steps. We'll get into some other things. But they basically told administration, like, hey, we have a list of demands. You're going to meet them, or a bunch of us aren't playing this year. We're done being your lackeys. Mm-hmm. They are... Mm-hmm. Done, and it's perfectly appropriate because this summer has been the summer of like a reckoning of sorts in college football. Sure, players are starting to be like, "Hey, this program's kind of racist. Uh, this coach, kind of racist. Uh, these things, pretty, uh, pretty bad for us uh, young black men who are, mm-hmm. you know, making millions upon millions of dollars for I don't know, Kirk Ferentz." Oh. Yeah, just a name. Just a name. Not, not, non, just a name. Non-example, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> players are getting fed up, and it's great yeah. to see them wield their power because they are incredibly important to the university, as you know, would be indicated by the president of Michigan State saying, hey, regular students, stay home. Football players, get on the line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even though, technically, we should probably should say that scholarships are going to be honored if players opt out, and they don't of have course. to do it. But yeah. And a scholarship is worth something, of course. It, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It is. It is. But, Matt, it is. let me tell you a secret. But there's more than that. Yeah. They have to do it. Uh, they have to. Yes. Yes. Chris. Uh, yes. <laughs> We're not going to get into the racial dynamics and economic dynamics of who makes up the, the large portion of scholarship football players and what uh, 
they make with that scholarship in terms of long-term life future earnings sure. and what they would make without it and the mm-hmm. opportunity they would have, say, if they weren't good at football coming from the places they grew up. We're not going to get into that, but that's all at play here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of got to do it. And a bunch of really talented, uh, powerful football players are saying enough is enough, and they're making some demands, and we don't need to get into the minutia of the demands, uh, but they're taking a stand. They're looking around, scanning the environment, and yeah. like, yeah, we, we're not dumb. We see that we are your cash cow collectively. You need us to run, and we're not getting our fair share of that, and they're done. They're they're tired of it, and they're making demands. And the Pac-12 players formed this little coalition, this movement, and they've made their statement. Players from around the country have chimed in, uh, a lot of them in big support. SEC players had a, a conference call recently where they're were basically telling administrators, like, yeah, that's not good enough. What you have right now as a plan is not good enough for us. So there's percolating of that and we talked about Jordan Reed's tweet I'm sure mm-hmm. all over the country players are going to be like hey this doesn't work for us it's it's a lot easier I think to be an NBA player NFL player be like alright I got a mortgage I got a family I've got a, an 8 million dollar a year contract mm-hmm. this is my job I've got 10 years of earning I've got to earn these guys aren't there yet scholarships do not equate to the earning power that these guys are worth and it doesn't even come close to what professionals that are risking their health and the health of their the people around them it doesn't even come close to the multi-million dollar contracts that those guys are earning so the players are looking around and they're like hey this isn't gonna cut it you're gonna have to do better or we're not playing and so I know we don't want to get into the ins and outs of every single uh, thing that they're demanding, but wasn't one of them revenue, right? Like that, that, that yeah. was definitely one, like like a good revenue split. And the first time I saw that, uh, my first reaction was, oh, like this of all times is when you want to start demanding revenue when athletic yep. departments are kind of bleeding money. And then like I took a step back. It's like, eh, actually, actually, yeah, that kind of makes sense that now is the time that you want to start doing that as they're kind of pushing you guys to play football and doing everything they can and whatnot. We talked about it last segment. Yeah. Bridge. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, so on one hand, uh, sure, you're asking for revenue split when athletic departments are bleeding money. Like, from a athletic department standpoint, like, what that's got to be just horrible timing on <laughs> their aspect. But from the not that side of the argument, okay, I yeah, kind of get why you're doing it now. Yeah, it, it is. It, it's the L word. It's leverage. Hundred <laughs> percent. It is the L word. They have leverage right now, and they've always kind of had leverage. They have, but like never more now than ever. I mean, yeah. wow. They're starting to realize their power, and mm-hmm. it's really cool. Uh, it's gonna make for a system that is much fairer for them. And a lot of players have said really incredible, amazing things. And you can tell they've given a lot of thought to this and it really matters to them. If you read some of the statements and stuff like that, it's not like this this BS thing is like, oh, they just want money. Young kids, we can't give young kids money, yada, yada, yada. They're just little whatever. Like sure. that bull crap, that, <laughs> that sentiment that flows through a certain segment of the population like these are really thought out reasons and like we're do like so many players like we're doing this 
for future generations. We want to lay a foundation for the next group of college football players so they have a more fair system than us. And it's a really noble cause. And I'm like fired up for it. Like, yeah, young people, you're sure. doing it. But Matt. Because like, I, I think we all oh, – I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, this all doesn't make playing football this year any easier. It kind of has nothing to do with it, right? I mean, in the end, COVID kind of strong arms everything. I mean, over administration power, over student athlete power. Like in the end, the virus is going to tell us what we're going to do and what we're not going to do, right? I mean, it does, but I feel like there's going to be, and I think we're already seeing it. A lot of put your head down and push through it. Major League Baseball, <clears throat> sure, sure. And I think this makes that not palatable for a lot of players i think a lot of players like if the pac-12 is like we're just gonna push through we're gonna ignore the players and we're just we're pushing through we're playing we got pretty decent numbers yada 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 Mm -hmm. the test results are okay we're just gonna push through you're gonna lose a lot of football players A, a lot of kids are gonna opt out and it will be maybe there will be some games but it'll be a much lesser product it will be a huge deal. Oh, it would be guys like me taking the field. <laughs> and you, you thought Pac-12 football is bad enough already. Ooh, oh, ow. yikes. Ow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you like that one? One, one more Pac-12 zinger before, <laughs> yeah. before we head out. Yeah, so this this stuff's all related. Sending emails saying, hey, football, regular students, please don't come. Football players, you got to be here. Hey, guys, I know it's a pandemic out, but we need this money. No, you're not going to get any of it. Your actual money, like you walk-ons, you're going to actually give us money. <laughs> it's going to cost you money. Yeah. I know sure. I know you don't play and you're not that important to the team, but you're part of the team, but you're going to give us money. Yeah, it's just, it seems untenable. And then, like you said, we're on the virus of schedule, man. I know, I know. But hey. At least Washington State has probably a good recruiting class for the next five years. Good uh, God. Yeah, we didn't even talk about Nick Rolovich kicking players off the team for participating in this. Oh, like, no. Just the stupid – even if you, like, wholly disagree you know, with them, you, you know can't what? Do that. I that. That really makes me feel okay about how recruiting is going for MSU, like, in the yep. future. Yep. Of, of, of all things – MSU and Mel Tucker recruiting, like, wow. I, I thought we were kind of in the dog days, but at least we have somewhat of a future, you know? Like, yeah. not every first-year head coach can say that, apparently. <laughs> no, that's uh, hey, that's it'd a be like that sometimes. <laughs> Shoot. All right, let's pause here. We'll come back. Um, I want to talk about I, – I think we'll talk about Kirby's solution because – Okay, because I have not read this yet, so I'm excited to hear this. Sure, uh, yeah. For the first time. Yeah, okay. yeah, Okay, we'll do that here in just a second. All right, so let's stop acting like there's going to be football this fall, Matt. Not a problem for me. Okay. The uh, the Rutgers news, throw that in there. Uh, Michigan State did another round of testing, seven positives. I think that's down from 16. Okay. Their quarantine uh, ends at, like, tonight. I think it's through today, through Tuesday. Yeah, so that sounds right, yeah. Wednesday they'll be back. Uh, Matt, mm-hmm. padded practices, I think, start uh, Saturday, the 7th. Whatever day okay. the 7th is, is padded practices start. <laughs> oh, that's coming in hot. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. there are schools that have week zero games where uh, they've already started padded practices. Yeah. Yep. We're out of time. We're kind, out of time, kind, and we're not of. in a good enough spot to f- for this to happen. We're just not, right? Can we agree? 
Of course, yeah. Right. It, yeah, it makes me sad, but yeah. All right, so the Big Ten may or may not release a schedule, depending on how they feel about the Rutgers news. Uh, but the plan I, I is I wish on you could see how far I roll my eyes for the schedule release. <laughs> you might as well go ahead and put like NFC North teams on there. Like, it, 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 it doesn't matter. You put anyone on there. I forget who it was. There was a team. Oh, it was Missouri. Um, their coach, Eli Drinkwitz, because the SEC was fumbling around and they didn't really know what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Coach Drinkwitz at Missouri <laughs> posted a thing like, we're fired up for our schedule. And it was like normal for the first four. And then it was like Patriots. Nice. <laughs> like, and they just stuck at like different teams from different leagues. And I was like, that's oh, funny. That's good. Uh, so, yeah, the Big Ten is maybe going to release the schedule on Tuesday. Yeah. Ten game, conference only. We'll see if they scrap divisions like the ACC. We'll see. I have no idea what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Just t- tweak some things, move Michigan-Ohio State up to the beginning of the year, move the rivalry games up, division games up, and on we go. But that's sort of supposed to happen. But let's just be real and say it's not happening and talk about a solution, Matt. What do we do well, this fall? You, you tell me. Hold on. Do I, I need a solution you. right now? Okay. <laughs> This is from John Kirby, who is co-host Fine of person. The Only Podcast. Uh, I don't know. What's his job at The Only Colors? Uh, po- podcastman. Podcastman? Okay. Uh, just great gentleman. <laughs> John underscore Kirby is where you can follow him. Uh, so he suggests on Twitter, and mm-hmm. I think this is a fantastic idea, and I want to expand on it. Okay. In a conference, if a conference only season can't happen and games are pushed until spring 21, 2021, consider f- about four intra squad games per team. Put them on Big Ten Network this fall. People will watch. New assets to sell against uh, that will create incremental revenue for the conference. So I basically, don't, I, I don't hate that at all. Basically, uh, super spring ball. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Are you? Of course. Yeah. We, we take so much stock in like these ridiculous spring games that happen in April. Imagine four of those. Yeah. Oh, with nothing else to watch, too. Oh, no. I'm, I, I couldn't be more all in on this one. John, you struck gold here. Add a babe, John Kirby. That, that's what we're talking <laughs> about. So I do think, is say they, they scrapped the games this fall. Mm hmm. Um, I, I do think they have to have some sort of football activities and it becomes a fall practice thing as much as you can like i i don't know like you can't have guys who haven't played football for like an entire year no one had spring ball no one had anything mm-hmm. and then jump into spring that's going to be really hard a full year layoff sure and you've got coaches that need to work with players especially at programs like michigan state like it's just if you're going to do spring ball i think you have to do something in the fall, in terms of practice, spring ball tweaked, right? Move spring ball to the fall. And then use winter as sort of a rest period. You make mm-hmm. it up on the fly, if you will. But I think you got to do something in the fall. I'm all for that. I mm-hmm. think it could be even better, though. I've got an idea as well. I, I'm dying to hear yours, though, first. Okay, so I think you, you treat it like spring ball. And you're going along, and you're doing your practices and your scrimmages or whatever within the squad. Mm -hmm. And after a couple of weeks, we sort of evaluate, like, who's where with corona. And if you have a bunch of positive tests, like, you just do 
your spring game type things, right? Inter-squad scrimmages. Mm -hmm. But let's say Michigan State and Indiana are clean. No positive tests, no nothing. Hoosiers, come on up to Spartan Stadium. Let's have a scrimmage. Does The results don't mean anything. Put it on BTN. Let's play a football game, uh, an exhibition football game. Like You can mix in some of these games. And, and honestly, in two months, in October, a situation might be a lot better. Mid-November might be a lot better. And if you've been so. practicing, yeah. practicing, practicing... Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, like no one's got it. Like you, you obviously can't just be like, oh, let's have a season. Maybe we can throw in some scrimmages there. Maybe we can have Ohio State and Penn State play each other in a modified kind of exhibition game. Put those on TV. Like I'm watching that. Like the bubble, yeah. the bubble NBA bubble restart games. They did what? Three exhibition games to start it. And it was some G League guys and some bench guys and starters played some minutes. And it was it's kind of like a glorified summer league game. Right. I was all in that. I was like, yo, thank God, basketball. Oh, we'll be dying for anything, of yeah. course. Yeah. I That's that's my addition to it. Let's see if we can... I'm all in for the inter-squad scrimmages. Let's see if we can mix up some exhibition practice games in there as well. So, I say we'll be dying for anything. And if students are staying home, that means intramural sports are knocked down. However, mm. if we're going to... We're gonna keep the football guys out there. What if we just do a gauntlet of inner squad scrimmages with basketball, dodgeball, <laughs> inner two water polo? Ah, oh, crap! We're out of intramural sports already. Flag football, perhaps mm-hmm. some soccer. Just like have yeah. the football team run the gauntlet Quidditch? of a sort. Quidditch, yes. Quidditch. Just have them run the assortment of intramural sports available at Michigan State and uh, assorted college campuses as well. And just, yeah. So you figure want, out, yeah. You want what the NBA was trying to do in like April when they're like, we need something to put on TV, and they're playing 2K. Yeah, 2K tournament. Horse. Yeah, I, I gave that 30 seconds, and I was like, oh, this is even worse than I yeah, imagined oh, somehow. <laughs> oh, horse. You know what? God bless them, though. They tried. I get it. You know, you're in a boardroom. Johnson, we need a creative idea. What do you got? Uh, horse over Zoom. Uh, sure, we'll go with it. <laughs> like, I, I get I get it. They, they, they tried their best. Um, just didn't necessarily hit. However, I... Inner two water polo round robin tournament of just MSU football uh, athletes in sold it work. all in all in. I will say I, I want to reiterate my inner squad, not intra squad, inner squad scrimmages, my practice games. Purdue coming up to East Lansing playing Michigan State mm-hmm. in a scrimmage in October. That is only if we've got zero positives amongst the teams over an extended period. We're feeling good. The numbers are down. In Indiana, the numbers are down in Michigan. We don't, it's like, okay, we're kind of through this thing. Maybe the vaccine's out in November and the football teams get vaccinated, whatever. Like, only if it's 100%, like, yeah, we feel really great about the safety of everyone here. Then you can, like, mix in some scrimmages after the season's already far gone and you've been practicing and playing against your own team for a while. Then, so I don't want to contradict myself after being like, yeah, we probably shouldn't play. Well, let's play these games for no reason. Only if it's super safe. And And only... Sorry. I was just going to say, like, only a few games here or there, like, with teams that can make it work from a safety location travel standpoint. 
And I was going to say, and only if uh, a different quarterback from SU starts every uh, yes. quarter. Because I don't want to take those results seriously in any way. If we lose by 50, oh, well, hey, we were taking around with quarterbacks. If we win by 50, yeah, we got a stacked quarterback room. Woo! Oh, yeah. So well, that's, that's the only way for. I'm doing it. I mean, God, if they didn't do that, I'd be furious. Yeah, no, you got to get some reps in. That's, uh, yeah. uh, above all, <laughs> more Alice world here. Yes. All right, that's going to do it for us here on Locked On Spartans. We'll be I think back we solved it. I think we figured Thursday. it out. Yeah, yeah. we'll be back. I, John's idea is great. We and got BTN's fall programming yeah. set. <laughs> Just do four spring games in the fall. I'm in. 100% mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back Thursday. I think we'll have some stuff to talk about as it relates to the season uh, with mm-hmm. the Rutgers news that we just kind of told you about a little bit ago, and we'll see if we have a schedule. If we do, we can react to it and have some fun with that. We'll go game by game. Ooh, Pick the schedule. nice. Pick yeah. the schedule. Oh. Uh, but yeah, whatever the latest is with that. Maybe we'll have some recruiting news because I hear a certain lineman from a certain panhandle state in a certain southeast corner of a certain country mm. is getting ready to make a decision, and a certain yeah. school in East Lansing is among the top couple of teams there so maybe we'll have some good recruiting news matt i, I don't know what you're alluding to I, i've got nothing okay do you yeah. really not know you're so dumb. no of course i know I know God. you know i know you know <laughs> god so, but yeah whatever is uh coming your way covid related football that's what we'll talk about on thursday's show ready to rate review subscribe to the podcast you can find locked on spartans wherever you get your podcast matt take us home uh you know what i've got nothing i'm very sorry but go green Woo!